Good afternoon, doctor. My name is Akash from Zanonko.io and Love Heals Cancer. And welcome to this session on World AIDS Day. We are proud to have you on board again, a person specialized in renown for HIV AIDS treatment and awareness. And we look forward to all of the insights you have to share. So let me take this opportunity to introduce yourself to the audience. Dr. Girish Trivedi is a general practitioner who founded the AIDS Combat International, a non-political, non-sectorial, and non-profit organization working round the clock for HIV AIDS patients. He realized the difficulties faced by HIV AIDS patients while running his clinic and has been dedicated to their service since 2000. Now ACI focuses on women and children, provides free ART therapy to children below 15 years of age and provides medical support to more than 400 families through their home-based care. A person with such an immense amount of knowledge and experience is here with us today and we are very excited to be doing this. Thank you, Doctor, for being with us today, taking time out of your schedule. We really appreciate it. Uh, so we shall now move on to the Q&A session. Alvik? Yes, yes. First of all, uh, thanks for uh, giving me the opportunity to speak on World AIDS Day. The theme for this year is uh, global solidarity and uh, shared responsibility. In this COVID pandemic, we have to see to it that people who are HIV positive, they get proper treatment and they should not be left behind. This is my message to all of you. This question shall be, uh, what are AIDS-related cancers? Now, when we talk about AIDS-related cancer, there are mainly three types of uh, cancers. Uh, these cancers are seen mainly in people who have weakened immune system. And the three cancers which are noted are Kaposi's sarcoma, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and uh, invasive uh, cervical cancer. These are the three common cancers which we see in people who are HIV infected. And when mostly they are uh, having a high viral load and their CD4 count is low, we find these cancers. <clears throat> now, uh, we'll talk uh, about non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is, uh, it is uh, uh, mainly affecting the lymphatic system. It's a cancer of the lymphatic system. And lymphoma begins when healthy tissue, they turn into abnormal cells and they form a tumor. Now, this lymphatic system carries lymph to main parts of the body. And this lymph has lymphocytes. And these lymphocytes are WBC, which help to fight against infection. And uh, this, you, you will uh, see a lot of lymph nodes in your body the armpits, bone marrow. So when there is an abnormal, abnormal growth in the lymphatic system, the cancer is termed as non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And basically there are three types of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Primary central nervous uh, system uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which infects the brain. Then you have aggressive B-cell lymphoma and primary infusion lymphoma where there is collection of uh, fluid in the abdomen, uh, lungs. So these are all uh, which we see in HIV-infected patients. 
Kaposis sarcoma, we are going to discuss in detail. And the third cancer, mostly what we see is the cancer of the cervix. Now, what is cervix? Cervix is uh, the part which connects the lower end of the uterus to the vagina. It is in the, this cancer is found in the female patients. And when, uh, when the uh, patient is infected with cervical cancer, the main culprit is human papilloma virus. So uh, this cancer is also one of the common cancer in HIV positive patients. And the other cancers which we see in uh, HIV positive uh, patients are like any other patients can get, which are anal cancer, liver cancer, can skin cancer, testicular cancer. So these cancers are like uh, any other patient getting cancer. This is also common in HIV patient. But mainly what we have to focus is uh, on the three types of cancer, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, sar Kaposi's sarcoma, and cervical cancer. So we'll move on to the next question. How are AIDS-related cancers diagnosed? When they have AIDS. Now, uh, there is uh, not much of a difference when we talk about AIDS-related cancer. The uh, things what we do to diagnose a normal cancer, here also we are doing the same thing. Uh, we may ask for a FNSE. We may ask for a biopsy if there is a growth is, uh, and thus there is suspicion as uh, a malignancy is suspected. Then we may ask for a tissue biopsy and all. Then CT scan and MRI also play a very important role in diagnosing early cancers in HIV positive patients. And HIV positive and AIDS patients, uh, we have to be very alert, means because their immune system is on the lower side. Uh, the moment they uh, develop some unpeculiar symptoms, we have to uh, immediately take a call whether uh, it is to go to a oncologist, whether uh, go for a biopsy or FNSE, the things have to be done very fast because cancer and HIV, AIDS, both can be a very, the dual, uh, the combination can be very lethal for the patient. We'll having, uh, be showing uh, major symptoms, like if the, if the uh, lungs are involved, the person may get tuberculosis, liver is involved, the patient may get cirrhosis of the liver. And uh, uh, as time passes by, as the viral load increases in the body, the person shows a lot of uh, problems. And when there are a group of diseases in the body, the person is labeled as having AIDS. Uh, so when we talk about the similarity between the symptoms of HIV and cancer, uh, uh, initially, cancer will uh, show a lot, lot of, uh, like the patient will have fatigue, uh, loss of weight, loss of appetite, and there will be a particular site. There, there may be a development of the tumor and uh, fever. Fever is again common in HIV and cancer both. So uh, you have to note, notice the symptoms and then accordingly you have to uh, take a call. But uh, uh, cancer, you require a lot of investigations. Like you, you require, as I told you, you require biopsy, you may require a FNSE. In HIV, uh, it is very simple. You have to just do a simple blood report and you will know the status of the patient. 
So have there been times when the diagnosis of cancer was late because we thought that the symptoms were primarily of AIDS and we only got to know uh, about cancer late? No, uh, HIV, it's very simple to diagnose HIV, but cancer, yes, you, you have to, means many times uh, we, we, uh, there is a delay in diagnosing the cancer and uh, the cancer can spread to other parts of the body. But in HIV, uh, diagnosis part is very simple. You have to just counsel the patient and the family members that you do a simple blood report. And that is the only way by which you can uh, know whether the person is having HIV. So it is simpler to diagnose HIV rather than diagnosing cancer. So we shall move on to the next question. Hmm. What can be done to prevent or lower the rate of AIDS-related cancers? Now, as we all know, cancer will develop in a HIV-positive patients when the immune system will be on the lower side. The immune system will be weakened. And how will be the immune system weakened if the patient will not be taking proper medications? And in HIV, the medications which are prescribed are ART medicines, antiretroviral therapy. The medicines which control the virus in the body, these are known as antiretroviral drugs, and the patient should not miss a single dose of the drug. So if, if he is taking regular treatment, if he is monitoring his health properly, like proper uh, regular uh, blood reports at regular intervals, and he has to uh, maintain a proper lifestyle, he should not take alcohol, no smoking. Uh, when he, he should uh, stick to proper food habits. He should not in, indulge into uh, multiple partners. So basically, he should take care of his health because he is harboring the HIV virus in the body. And uh, cancers will, we see a lot of cancers when, when the immune, immunity goes down. When the person is into the later stages of uh, the infection, so that is where uh, we have to take all these precautions, which will reduce the chance of uh, the patient getting cancer along with HIV. So this uh, these are the things which the patient has to take care. The patient has to be alert all the time. So, in your experience, how common has been AIDS-related cancers? Uh, Previously, we used to see a lot of cases when there were limited drugs available. But with a lot of new drugs which have come up, now we have at least uh, 40 antiretroviral drugs. In 1992, there were only three to four drugs. So now with the uh, invention, with the uh, uh, invention of a lot of other groups of uh, drugs for HIV, the uh, the uh, statistics has shown that the cases of cancers have lowered in HIV positive patients because previously, uh, because of uh, uh, lack of proper antiviral drugs, lack of adherence to taking the medicines and all, the immunity used to go down very fast. And then there were a lot of complications. And cancer was one of the things which we found in a lot of patients in the earlier days. So now it has been, we have been able to control it. 
with the help of new medicines yes. uh now even the life span of a hiv positive patient is also very good they can live many times uh, we tell the patient that if they they take proper care they can live their full life also uh, uh we have patients who have uh, crossed almost 20 25 years they are doing very well with antiretroviral drugs good to know that So when I was reading about this AIDS-related cancer, uh, the every article had a special mention about Kaposi sarcoma. Would you give us a brief about and why it is so? now uh, Kaposi sarcoma? Again, as I told you, it is one of the three common cancers which we find in HIV-positive patients. Fortunately, we don't have so many cases in India, uh, and this cancer it mainly causes lesions in the soft tissues. and that uh, tissues uh, the soft tissues of the body are affected by kaposi sarcoma and this lesions grow in the skin lymph nodes internal organs mucous membrane lining the mouth nose and throat and again uh, this will occur only with patients who are having a very weak immune system so again who patients who are not having proper uh, medications or who who don't adhere to the medications properly and this kaposi sarcoma again uh, as i told you in india it is very it is mainly in sub saharan african countries and mostly sub saharan african countries young population is infected with uh, kaposi sarcoma it is one of the types of cancer which is found in hiv positive people so uh, uh in india we don't uh, previously also there were very few cases but and with this medicines and all now the incidence of kaposi sarcoma has gone down very low now in india and uh, one more thing kaposi sarcoma is mainly in homosexual uh, individuals so this part also you should explain to the when we do awareness programs and all kaposi sarcoma when you mention you have to mention that this is one of the uh, cancer which can ha- happen in people who are homosexuals and a uh, lot of uh, focus has uh, has to be made when we talk to the youngsters because in africa we see lot of young people getting infected with kaposi sarcoma so i presume that is the reason that we have less number of cases in countries like india hmm. because of our controlled lifestyle so we will move on to next question what are the common misconceptions when it comes to aids the most common misconception is that once i am hiv positive it is the end of my life Uh, which is very wrong hiv first uh, the myth or misconception that hiv and aids are same we have to clear that misconception hiv is a virus human immunodeficiency virus and aids is the terminal stage end stage of a hiv infected patient aids is acquired immunodeficiency syndrome the group of disease which is acquired because of your immunity going down or your immunity becoming is a culprit hiv is the virus which causes aids 
and somebody is hiv positive for him to go into the aids stage may take a long period now it is with the drugs and all he can almost live his normal life previously hiv to aids stage it took 5 to 10 years but now with the drugs and all the life has become very smooth now so this is one misconcept uh second is many of of the people they think that uh, you can look at the patient and tell that he is hiv no that is again wrong for diagnosing hiv you have to do a simple blood test which will tell the status of the patient whether he is hiv reactive or non reactive that is hiv positive or negative mainly when we do our report uh, it will show hiv negative but somebody's report is showing hiv positive then these are the group of people these are patients whom we have to monitor very closely and the family has to be counseled the patient has to be counseled that look you are hiv positive and you have to live with the virus the virus can not be eliminated a hiv positive patient can never become hiv negative he has to take proper medications and he he can live a normal life so this is one more myth that you can by looking at the patient you can know that he is hiv that is again wrong uh then hiv and aids are the same that is again a misconception which i have already cleared a hiv positive person cannot have sex with a normal person that is again wrong he can have uh, sex with a normal person but he has to take proper precaution mainly he has to use a condom it will act as a barrier it will act as a protection and the last thing that uh, many people think that uh, i have to start my medicines art drugs only when i am very sick now the who uh, guideline is that the moment you are diagnosed with hiv you have to do your viral load and cd4 and then the treating physician will put you he will start your antiretroviral therapy so you don't have to wait up till the time that you become very sick it has to it has to be started as early as possible so these these things and these things uh, can be uh, this misconceptions can be cleared by doing regular awareness you have to do awareness for all the sectors of the society is especially when it comes to this infectious diseases so yes and uh, mainly uh, we focus on lot of youngsters we do lot of programs in colleges schools because uh, like uh, africa we don't want to lose the young population in africa there was a time where when the young population was totally wiped off so the more we talk to the youngsters they, they when we talk to the youngsters we should focus on prevention we have to tell that you have to prevent yourself from getting hiv because once you get infected then uh, you cannot uh, make your report negative you have to be uh, alert that i should not get the infection yes so moving on to the last question which is a bit related to this how can the spread of infectious diseases like aids be lowered in a country like india where awareness is very low about all of this mm-hmm. uh, see as i told you uh, in a country like india hiv and aids is uh, 
discussed only during the month of December and mainly on 1st of December, which is World AIDS Day. And uh, we have to uh, make these programs uh, more, uh, means uh, we have to do a lot of awareness programs round the clock. It should not be only in the month of December. It should be round the clock and uh, uh, youngsters should be targeted when we are talking about HIV and AIDS. They should be told about the impact what this disease can have in future on the economy of our country. We don't want to lose young people to HIV AIDS. So awareness is one key factor. And then uh, uh, you have to have proper access to treatment to the people who are HIV infected. Previously, uh, it was very difficult to get all these HIV drugs and all. Only people who were affording or who were from the upper middle, upper classes of society, they could uh, afford the cost of the treatment because the cost was very high. But now in the last uh, few years, you have all these medications available in government and municipal hospital. So access to treatment is one of the important part in controlling HIV AIDS. Because once the person who is infected, he is taking proper medications, the chances of they come on a come uh, to almost zero because the viral load of the person who is on antiretroviral therapy will be uh, on the lower side. And the chances of him or her giving the virus to other people will be very low. So this access to treatment will be very, very important. Adherence to treatment is also very important. People who are HIV positive, they should stick to their treatment. They should take proper medications and they should monitor their health. And to reduce the number of new cases, I think uh, you should talk a lot about prevention. Prevention to all the sectors of the society, right from uh, colleges, schools, uh, migrant workers mainly, people who stay away from the family, they, sh they have to be told about how HIV spreads, what precautions they have to take. So these are the uh, group of people who have to be targeted. And again, there are these sex, uh, commercial sex workers. They have to be uh, informed about all the things uh, related to HIV AIDS. So this, this uh, once you create a massive awareness, then the cases will drop down. And fortunately, now the incidence of HIV is coming down in a country like India. Still, then we, we are uh, we are the third highest uh, third country on the list with the highest number of HIV cases behind Africa and Nigeria. But with awareness, we can reduce the number of cases. This is one important aspect of reducing the number of cases. And in uh, I was talking about COVID nineteen pandemic. COVID nineteen pandemic uh, it has infected a lot of people around the world. But there are positive news now that the vaccine will be invented. And uh, people, once they take, take the vaccine, the chances of their getting COVID will be on the very, uh, it will be almost zero. But in HIV, don't, we don't have any vaccine. So in HIV, prevention remains the most important part, that prevent yourself from getting HIV. So this is a simple message to all of you, that HIV is a chronic manageable disease and you can live your whole life with proper medications and all. But again, 
you have to see to it that you don't get the infection you prevent yourself from getting hiv because once you get hiv life's become tough for you and your family so this is one simple message to all of you yes so how do you think the government of india is uh, doing its part in curbing the awareness spreading awareness yes government of india they are uh, putting in lot of efforts and all they 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 try to create lot of awareness by starting helplines then they have centers where you can go and have your hiv art centers all the major hospitals in india all government and bmc run hospitals in mumbai they have this art department and they they provide uh, free treatment to all these hiv infected patients so government is doing their best from their side and uh, we as uh, citizens we have to also cooperate with all the government agencies uh, when it comes to combating hiv aids so as a like you said as a citizen how can i contribute uh, to help the hiv aids patients so can i make blood donations or marrow donations or any kind of donations that may help now as a as a individual as a uh, citizen you should uh, your role should be that if somebody is hiv positive you should be in a position to counsel that person counsel the family for doing that you have to know all the facts about hiv so at least if you can remove the misconceptions from from the mind of the patient and from the family then your your role is done you, you have done your duty so you have to be very positive you have to be with a very positive frame of mind when you come in contact with the hiv positive person you have to tell the patient that look you are hiv infected and you have to accept that i will have to live with hiv he cannot run away with the fact that he is hiv positive and you should tell that you will never be able to become negative the only choice for you is to take proper medications and live a healthy life so you should be a guide you should uh, not create fear and panic in the mind of a hiv positive so as a citizen it is about giving support and helping them accept the fact that they are positive but can still live their life with proper medication and care yes and uh, this educational programs they 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 are the key educational programs about hiv aids regular uh, uh, informative programs for people in all the sectors not only in slums it has to be all the sectors because hiv can infect anybody it will not see the rich or the poor so you have to you have to spread the information to all the sectors yes and hopefully we will be able to do so within a few years yes and in the coming years we are hopeful that the numbers will still reduce in our country yes with better healthcare and better awareness definitely so it is wonderful to know so much about aids and aids related cancers because i don't think many people know about aids related cancers and which means that there are still still a lot more to learn when it comes to diseases and awareness and there is a lot more that we can do to 
stop it before it becomes a pandemic of sorts so thank you doctor so for- it's already the pandemic uh, which has infected uh, uh, 4 million and 34 millions this was a figure few years back but uh, again good news is that uh, there are a lot of drugs which are coming up in hiv management so that is good news affordability also our government is doing their best so this medications can reach out to all needy people at a lower cost so so i have one more question then now that we're talking about it uh so when it comes to cancer people are ready to openly talk about it openly spread awareness but that's not the case with hiv i mean if someone has hiv then this person has a very secluded life and uh, so again uh, th- this is the stigma and discrimination uh, which is prevailing when we talk about hiv it's uh you tell somebody is having cancer that person that family will have lot of sympathy from the people and all but uh, when you talk that somebody is hiv positive then that whole uh, uh, scenario changes the attitude of the people will change the moment they know that somebody is hiv positive because the first thing which comes in their mind is that that person has committed something wrong and that's why he has got hiv why should we support that person but again disease is a disease uh, whether it is hiv or cancer Uh, we are dealing with lot of uh, women and children who are hiv positive these are all innocent victims a, a, a child uh, he gets hiv from the mother so he, he has not done anything wrong the woman she gets it through the husband she has also not committed anything uh, wrongs so uh, for us they are patients and we should see to it that they get the best line of treatment so again you have to reduce the stigma about the disease there is a lot of stigma still in educated classes also people are not ready to accept hiv positive person uh, after almost uh, uh, 39 years still we find that stigma if people uh, a family is having a hiv positive patient in their uh, house they will never come out in open and tell, tell that uh, the person is hiv because they know that there will be lot of problems the family will have to face the person will have to face so slowly things are becoming easier people are accepting people come out in open and tell that i am hiv positive so the scenario is changing that is good good news yes so like you said the educational programs will really help in enlightening people that it is not necessarily that they have done something wrong and if some somebody has committed something then you you cannot change you have to show them the right way you have to show them the right path the thing which has happened you have to forget you have to show them this is the future line of action we have to plan and that's where uh, counseling becomes very important counseling plays a very important role when we manage hiv positive patients counseling is making things very simple yes giving them one step at a time telling them everything or guiding them through that yes 
take things as they come treat the symptoms take proper medications treat the comorbidities so they have to be on their toes all the time patient they they cannot means they cannot relax somebody is hiv positive and if he doesn't monitor his health then things can go bad so that was very insightful um knowing all that from you and we really appreciate that you took the time out and to spread awareness about as a subject that is so close to your line of work and on behalf of zenonco.io and lovels cancer i would like to extend a grateful thank you doctor and i'm sure we will meet again on another topic soon so until then have a good day doctor thank you thanks thanks